Welcome to People Are Strange, a podcast about us and how very strange we truly are. What is a car? A form of transport? A statement piece? An extension of self? An isolation tank? A magic carpet ride? A pod of rage? It is clear that the car is not just an automobile or a lounge room on wheels. It's something more, something far more strange. What is a car? Follow me and let's find out. another car pulls up beside you. Windows down, the driver's elbow out the window, radio blaring. This is his space, filled to the brim with him, his car intimately tied to his self-actualization. This is his show, the radio his soundtrack, encompassing his journey. The rearview mirror tilted to always capture his own image, the window open to allow his self to both physically and sonically invade the world outside the car. To push forth towards others, this is his show. And you are just a spectator caught in its splendor. His car is an appendage of his self and you cannot stop it from penetrating your bubble. You find him annoying because he is invading what you have come to call your personal space which extends beyond your body and into the space of the car. This is your car, your space, with your car seats, your travel mug, your air freshener, your mixtape, your private space. How dare he invade it? It's enough that people get to look in as you pass by, let alone have their sounds enter your perfectly curated ambience. As soon as the lights turn green, he takes off. He's the fastest. And though he never gets a medallion, he wears the wind in his puffed up vehicular gait and his personalised number plate. Awesome. A-W-H-S-U-M. Awesome. You shake your head, as if there's an audience who concurs. There isn't. There's only you, alone and atomised. You check your mirror, indicate and go to change lanes, but someone cuts you off. You swerve back into your lane and hit the horn hard. How dare they push in and be oblivious to your existence? You shout out loud at the anonymous driver, windows up. They obviously do not hear you. But you still get the satisfaction of expression, of embodying your rage in a yelp. Adorno said, Technology is making gestures precise and brutal, and with them men. It expels from movements all hesitation, deliberation, civility. Which driver is not tempted, merely by the power of his engine, to wipe out the vermin of the street, pedestrians, children and cyclists? The movements machines demand of their users already have the violent, hard-hitting, unresting jerkiness of fascist maltreatment. The car has implicit within it a fascist tendency. 
It makes fascists of us all. You become the car you drive. The car is not only an expression of your identity, but you identify completely with the car. You come to express the car, its desires, its needs, its rage. You are the car. And then there's traffic, bloody traffic, a blockage in the seamless streaming from A to B. It stops you on your way, other people in your way. What right do they have to stop you on your way? This is hell. Hell is other people entering your private journey, daring to encroach upon your personal space, reminding you that this world is shared, that your existence is in fact not solitary, not perfectly atomized, but perhaps borrowed from a larger social whole. God spare me traffic. Now you're on the highway, gliding. There are other cars, but more space, more lanes to pass them by. With speed, you can hardly see them. Windscreens are for vision and visionary experience. That's why you forget you're driving, because your mind is off in the horizon, daydreaming, up in the clouds. The car drives itself. Cars were always self-driving, long before AI. The tyres grip the tarmac, the bumps nudge you back, your mind flows on. Maybe the problem with mobile phones and cars, texting while driving, isn't about phones or cars, but daydreaming. People don't daydream anymore. We no longer project ourselves through our imagination out into the world around us. The world is no longer enough. Instead, we project ourselves down into our phones these rectangular traps into which all attention goes, where the imagination gets trapped and turned into a dull, mindless, zombie-like scrolling. No one cares about daydreaming anymore. Now that we have science, now that we have technology, all our gods have fallen from the stars. Now the only ones looking up are scientists with their satellites and their telescopes. With everyone else left to read about it online, through the black rectangular box. The eye has been grounded in the mobile phone. It no longer looks outward and above. There is no beyond the mobile phone. That's why nobody is watching the road, because the road used to be a launch pad for dreamers. Now it's disappeared completely, and all we have are blind spots, moments on and off the screen. Eventually, Self-driving cars will be driverless, and maybe even passengerless, completely devoid of human occupancy, performing our consumer duties without us, without us leaving the comfort of our homes, the original isolation pods. Eventually, everyone will be at home, and the cars will go out into the world for us, a world devoid of humans, a world populated by self-driving cars. I can see it now. The last days of Earth, a self-driving car, gliding silently down an empty highway. We've built these things to carry us through life, to save us from the terror of other people, and to ultimately deliver us from our own humanity, wrapped up in metal, rubber, glass and tarmac. We travel without moving our legs, 
and communicate with others through horns and indicator lights. We screen ourselves off from others. We move from home to work without being bothered by social interaction. With the ability to always change lanes, turn the music up, lock the doors and escape the outside world. In my car I am safe. In my car I am free. In my car I feel great. In my car I am me. So what is a car? It's a way of atomizing ourselves, tied to a wider social world that at least in the West values the individual over the larger social whole. We are all individuals detached from the social world, existing in and for ourselves. And cars, cars allow this fantasy to be realized. To be an individual, encompassed within our own self-image, outside the world of others, an atom floating in space. Cars allow this fantasy to be realized. And what a strange fantasy this is. Strange, but also rather normal. The fantasy of every person locked up in their car, music up, air conditioner on, effortlessly escaping the world. Thanks for listening.